Slava Isusagastu, Slava Navika, Glory be to Jesus Christ, Glory be forever. This is Father Basil again doing another podcast on uh, this um, little bit windy uh, Tuesday eve or Wednesday evening, and uh, might be a storm in the horizon, but it's summer storms are common, so. We need a little bit of rain for the farmers. So I'm going to continue talking about Holy Communion. Continue uh, this topic uh, about um, that sacrament of the Holy Eucharist that helps us to become better um followers of Jesus Christ to be um, given that divine food to help our souls get to the heavenly kingdom. And this part I'm going to read is, how do we prepare for Holy Communion? So this is very important if you're interested in how to prepare for Holy Communion. St. Teresa of Avila remarks, One Holy Communion can make a soul holy. Unfortunately, there are numerous souls which approach Holy Communion every month, or even every day, but their behavior does not show any improvement. They are quarrelsome, angry, impatient. Why? Can't Holy Communion make them better? Yes, it can. But they must remember that Holy Communion does not produce the solitary effects in the soul if the latter does not receive it properly, i.e. with the proper preparation. The soul must be prepared to receive Jesus if it wants to obtain the abundant graces and helps which Holy Communion brings to faithful souls. So how do we prepare? There's a twofold preparation. Remote preparation. A soul that wants to profit by Holy Communion must be free from all mortal sins and do its best to avoid all deliberate venial sins as far as the human weakness permits. He who receives Holy Communion in a state of mortal sin commits a sacrilege that is a mortal sin against the, the sacrament of divine love and mercy. St. Paul warns Christians against unworthy Holy Communion, saying, Whoever eats this bread, the body of Jesus, or drinks this cup of the Lord unworthily, will be guilty of the body and blood of the Lord, for he eats and drinks judgment to himself. If we had the misfortune of committing a mortal sin, we must go to confession and purify ourselves before approaching Holy Communion. It is not, however, necessary to go to confession if there are just venial sins. An act of contrition of love will destroy them, and the soul may worthily approach Holy Communion. It is enough to approach confession once a week, or even every two weeks, and still go to Holy Communion every day or a few times a week. Holy Communion is the spiritual food of our soul. We should receive it not only once a year, but as often as we can, even every day. The church invites her children 
to receive Holy Communion every time they go to liturgy. At each liturgy, the priest turns to the people after he has received uh, Holy Communion and exclaims, Approach with the fear of God and with faith. A good Christian life, the solicitude of avoiding mortal and venial sins, and the practice of the virtues of one's particular state of life are the best remote preparation for Holy Communion. And there's immediate preparation as well. Immediate preparation consists in the recollection of the soul and meditation on Holy Communion. One of the best ways of preparation for Holy Communion is the remembrance of the meaning of different ceremonies of the Divine Liturgy. The Eastern Rite Liturgy is full of symbolic actions performed by the priest in celebrating this divine sacrifice. Meditation on them recalls the most important facts of our Lord's life. Can there be a better preparation for Holy Communion than a loving meditation upon our Lord's life? Should this prove difficult, then meditation can be made on some special mystery of our faith concerning Jesus Christ and his love for us, for instance, upon the mountain of Golgotha. There are also special prayers which can be recited slowly and with great spiritual profit before Holy Communion. And these are three prayers composed by the greatest saints of the Eastern Church. So I'm going to read some of these prayers out right now as well. This is the prayer of St. Basil the Great. Sovereign Lord Jesus Christ our God, fountain of life and of immortality, maker of all creation visible and invisible, son of the eternal Father, thyself with him eternal and without beginning, who because of thy more than abundant goodness does robe itself in flesh and was crucified and sacrificed on behalf of us, and by thy own blood this fashion anew our nature which has been corrupted by sin. Thyself, O more immortal King, accept the repentance even of me a sinner, and incline thine ear to me, and hear my words, for I have sinned, O Lord, I have sinned against heaven and before thee, and I am not worthy to look upon the loftiness of thy glory. But because thou art patient and forbearing and greatly merciful, Thou hast not given me over to be destroyed along with my sins. O Lord, I am nevertheless thy creature, formed by thy hand. Thou takest away the sins of this world, and healest the weakness of mankind. Cleanse me from every defilement of flesh and spirit, that I may be united to thy body and blood, and may have thee to dwell and to remain in me together with the whole Father and the Holy Spirit, in whom thou art glorified forever and ever. Amen. And this is the prayer of St. John Chrysostom. O Sovereign Lord, Jesus Christ, I am not sufficiently rich to have thee come under thy roof of my soul, but since thou art willing as a friend of man to dwell in me, I approach thee with courage. O Lord, Command, and I will open wide the doors which thou alone dost create, and thou wilt enter with that friendship toward man which is ever thine. O Lord, 
Thou wilt enter and make my darkened reason shine with light. I believe that thou wilt do this, for thou didst not flee from the fallen woman who approached thee with tears, nor didst thou cast aside the publican who repented, nor didst thou drive away from thee the thief who confessed thy kingdom. But to all who were brought to thee by repentance, thou gavest a place among thy friends, O Lord, who alone are blessed always, now and always, now and forever, world without end. Amen. And this is the prayer of St. John Damascene. O Jesus Christ, our loving God, who alone has authority to forgive the sins of all mankind, disregard all the offenses I have committed knowingly and in ignorance, for Thou art a good Lord. Make me also worthy without condemnation to partake of Thy divine, glorious, immaculate, and life-giving mysteries, not into punishment, but into cleansing, and as a pledge of the life and the kingdom to come, and to be a wall and a help, and the conqueror of the adverse adversaries of my soul, and unto the blotting out of my numerous faults. For thou art a God of mercy and of compassion and of friendship toward man, and to thee we render glory with the Father and the Holy Spirit, both now and ever, world without end. Amen. So I think I'll end my talk today right there. So um, these are some beautiful prayers we can use before Holy Communion and how to prepare ourselves for receiving the body and blood of Christ. God bless you today. Have a wonderful day.